Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Good to have you back. Swiveling man a little bit. <laughs> I don't want him to take focus. Uh, hope you're all well. I'm at a mate's house uh, waiting to go to Queensland um, after night shift. Done and dusted. And uh, yeah, <sighs> stuffed. Stuffed. Crashed on the plane. Um, usual first day after night shift. Pretty much hammered. So. Yeah, had to run up to the post office to post my old iPhone 10. I'd sold that on eBay, so I had to get rid of that. The very nice customer had um, waited, I think, in two weeks for me to get there, or, or about a week and a half for me to post it. So that's what I always feel bad about that with eBay, but I sort of try to put on there that I work away, so it's going to take a bit of time. So, so yeah, um, yeah, after night shift, done and dusted, so... All good. Got the post office posted that off. That's all. That's all tickety boo. So happy about that. Um, yeah. Obviously didn't do any work this morning. Um, I'm gonna pack my bags and get ready. I'll be backing up hard drives and all the usual stuff I do at the end of the swing. Back do my backup, my time machine for my computer. Um, I've got to do some workouts and backups. Running out of room in the ten terabyte backup. For all the archive videos, so I've got to work out a solution. I think I've got to get another, maybe I think six or eight terabyte uh, hard drive that I can just put YouTube videos on, and then just keep normal backups on this other one. So it's it's a tricky tricky beast. So uh, if you go once you start YouTube and you go down that rabbit hole, you'll find out that storage, um, and I only shoot in 1080, so. I do 4K on the phone, so that's now taking up even more room. Um, but yeah, generally 1080 for most most of my videos that I've done in the past on the on the M50, I'll, I'll shoot 1080, and I think that's fine. But once you compress it up to 4K, it'll come out a really nice picture. But storage is a crazy thing that you don't really understand until you start stockpiling hundreds and hundreds of videos, because God forbid if you're uh, YouTube site goes down, um, it crashes, and you lose all your videos. If you don't have backups to put them back up, well, then you've lost everything and you've got nothing. So just be aware of that. It's one of those ones you don't really, no one ever tells you about, but it's something that you've got to remember that story backups of your videos uh, is a essential item. Now, I don't do another day, another vlog. I don't back these up. I basically... I've, I guess I, my risk is if I lose the channel, well, then I'm going to lose my whole another day, another vlog series. But I think it's because it's a tech show and it's and it's news and stuff. It's probably got a limited timeline. So whereas my photo ones, they'll last forever and they always show off that beautiful spot, that location that that never changes. Uh, tech news after a while, it's you're not going to go back and watch my first show, I guess, um, on something that's two years old that's now defunct technology. So I guess that's the what that's the approach I take it on. So I don't back them up, but I've still got nearly 10 terabyte of photo videos and all my other life stuff and just general life stuff that you have on your computer. So yeah, it's an inter interesting beast and something, I guess, if you are thinking about getting into YouTube that uh, you need to be aware of that you need to, I suggest uh, if you can get a good one, at least an eight to 10 terabyte hard drive that should last you at least the first couple of years until you sort of fill that up, depending on how much you're gonna shoot and what you get, how you're gonna shoot it. If you're gonna shoot 4K, just be prepared. That'll go it'll probably half your time because it, it does suck the data huge. Uh, even photo files, keeping old photos, I've got 
20,000 plus photos now and uh, yeah that takes up that starts to take up a fair bit now I'm on the RP the files are bigger 30 megapixels means bigger files uh, I think I've got the one gig pano which I've uh, actually uh, I printed I got done and printed for me uh, best mate Greg he's got, it, he's got it up on his wall for all his help he's had uh, given me over the years um, that's a one gig file, um, so that's just insane. So when you look at that sort of stuff, and that's just one photo, one panorama, one gigabyte of data, so just crazy. And it's only going to get bigger and better. Look, you look at the R5, that's 50 megapixels. Your A7R4, 50 megapixels. Then I think they're talking about this Canon might be an 85 megapixel, this new R1. So that's it's just getting crazy. So, yeah, storage and data your backups and, and your logistical stuff that I guess is the is the stuff that keeps everything running and, and fluid and keeps you sane and happy um, and organized is something that probably doesn't get talked about as much. So just, yeah, thought I'd have a quick chat about that. Now, a um, couple of things are gonna, you would have seen on the thumbnail, the Tesla Roadster. Wow, uh, holy crap. That's now pretty much locked and loaded. You can pre-order that if you're a millionaire. Um, look, we're looking at a $66,000 US uh, reserve, reservation cost. That's refundable, I'm pretty sure, but uh, it's 66 grand US, so it's nearly 100,000 just to reserve it. Uh, it's 326,000 US dollars for the Founders Series. I'm not sure if they're doing only any other versions after that. I think that's like the first series coming out. There's only going to be 1,000 of those. Um, this thing is just ridiculous. Uh, fastest car on the planet by, by far. It's just insane. All-wheel drive. It's got a 1,000 k's range, which is another just mind-blowing. As a fully electric car, the 1,000 k range, which is realistically double, like two weeks worth of driving. So you wouldn't have to charge it uh, if you're just cruising around town and doing normal stuff. Under the speed limits, you'd probably be happy. You could easily go two weeks without charging this thing. It's that, that's a that's insane. A thousand kilometers in one charge. That's pretty darn cool. Um, some staggering figures are going to throw at you now. And this is if you're any mechanical sort of minded and into cars and stuff, this is probably going to blow your mind. I suggest you go to the Tesla site and reread it like I read it and just go, holy crap, uh, that's insane. Um, look. First of all, it'll do 2.1 seconds to 100. Now, I think the previous other best, I've been in the GTR Black Series, that's 2.4 seconds. That's mind-numbingly fast. It's ridiculous. 2.1, another 0.3 of a second. That's the fastest. I don't think there's another car. I think there's maybe one now that's 1.9. I think there's talk rumors of a 1.9. Um, but 2.1 seconds is just ridiculous. It doesn't get any sillier than that. It does an 8.8 second quarter mile. Now, I'm pretty sure in Australia, anything under 10 seconds, you, if you're gonna go on the track and you're doing under sub 10 seconds, I think you need a roll bar. I think it was way in the territory, so I don't know how you go with your Tesla. Um, but 8.8 seconds on a quarter mile, that's insane. Um, we're talking people putting superchargers, blowers, and nitrous to get to 8.8 seconds. This thing, stock standard, straight out of the Tesla factory, 8.8 seconds. 19.88 seconds. That's below 20 seconds. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. In that time there, 
the Tesla Roadster can go from zero to 400 kilometers an hour. <laughs> Hello. Just count that out to yourself. And then at the end of that, just imagine doing 400 Ks an hour in a car. That is just crazy. Um, that's, I think there's other cars that are around that 22nd. Uh, your eggs, your Kona's eggs, um, and stuff like that. You, you get, I think your Gera, their Gera RS was the one that was like a 20, first one around 20 seconds for 400 Ks an hour. Your Bugatti Chiron's are 400, they're around the 20 second, a bit over 20 seconds. Uh, below 20 seconds, this is 19.88 seconds to 400 Ks an hour. Now it does plus 400 k's an hour. They don't give a top speed. It, they just say it does more than 400. If you haven't shut your pants by the time you've got to plus 400, you're doing real well. Or if you haven't wrapped it around a pole. <laughs> so that's insane, just, just crazy. Um, Four-seater as well. This is not a two-seater. This is not a Porsche or a Chiron where you've, you're buckled in. This is a four-seater car that does 400 k's an hour. Wow. And the last one I wanted, the last spec that I think needs just an insane and explains probably 90% of these ridiculously crazy, awesome achievements. 10,000 Newton meters of torque. 10,000. Now, for an example, my new Touareg, which are, not my new Touareg, my Touareg I've just bought, secondhand, 2004. The V10 diesel, very famous engine, very limited edition they were, especially in Australia, uh, is it has ridiculous amounts of torque. This thing has 750 newton meters of torque, and they say it's a beast with 750 newton meters. Your Dodge Rams, your big F-150s, they're probably around the 600 meters of newton, newton meters of torque, somewhere around there. Around the six to 700 is just pretty insane. Uh, trucks. Yeah, on highway trucks, they're probably pulling about a thousand newton meters of torque, mainly because the gearboxes can't handle once once they get past a thousand newton meter torque. That's generally when your gearboxes start disintegrating. So it's electric. There's no gearbox. It's direct drive. You you don't have those issues. Ten thousand newton meters of torque. Just let that sink in. If you've got any understanding of torque. I know you're going to be impressed by that. Again, go to the Tesla site. This thing's now up and able. If you've got a cool, what's that, 326, let's call that about 500 Australian. Uh, if you've got a cool half a million, you're looking to buy a house and you think, no, I don't need a house. I need a Tesla Roadster. I'm going to be the first one in Australia with a Tesla Roadster. Um, holy bundy, that is insane. What a car. Elon Musk. That is insane. Um, so yeah, just ridiculous. It's hard to sort of get those figures in your head as a mechanic, as a working in ridiculous powered big diesel trucks and gear. This thing just blows everything out the door. It uh, resets your clock on what's possible in a vehicle. And I guess it lets you know that, well, you know, petrol engines are dead. If this doesn't, if this doesn't clearly tell you that the days of sports cars and petrol cars are over. I don't know what, what what more could you want? I mean, the only thing different, or the only thing that this thing lacks is that V10, V12 sound. 
but at doing 400 k's an hour in 20 seconds, I don't think you're going to have the stereo pumped up, and I don't think you're going to be you're going to be concentrating on not dying, than worrying about what the engine sounds like because there's no engine sound. It's probably good because you'll be able to concentrate a bit more and you'll be able to hear what's going on <laughs> underneath you. So yeah, very very cool, uh, amazing stuff. Tesla uh, just again just puts them at the forefront. They're why they're number one. They're the biggest car company on the planet. He's the richest man on the planet and doing something like that just is like the icing on the cake, so great job. Now, um, we talked about the OnePlus event. on the It's on the 23rd, which is next Tuesday. Well, that's gonna be the 24th for us because we live in the future, but everything gets released in the past. Mm. Anyway, so 23rd, 24th is the OnePlus show. On the same day, Apple's having their March show. Uh, we're talking AirPods 3, uh, the AirTags, Possibly a new iPad, uh, a new update to the Apple TV. Will it have an M1 chip in the Apple TV? Uh, look, there's been no mention of that, but just throw it out there. If they put that M1 chip that's in the Apple Mini, which is 800 bucks, and they put that into an Apple TV and they charge, say, $600, you now have a, or even they charge 800 bucks for that, and you get Apple TV and the M1 chip in as a gaming console with the M1 chip power. Probably something that hasn't been thought about, but Apple's been trying to get into gaming, and what better way could you do it by releasing an Apple TV that has an M1 chip or an M1X in it? Uh, even if you just want the M1 chip to start with, you could go the pro console down the road with the M1X uh, and have this ridiculous gaming setup with ridiculous amounts of power. Uh, it's probably not gonna happen, <laughs> but that, that would be like a pretty, what, a one more thing, yeah, we've got the Apple TV, but look, hey, we chucked the M1 chip in. Pow. Let's go, gamers. Get it on. So, look, that would be pretty cool. Obviously, gaming on Apple's a totally different beast. There's not a lot of games that run on it. But if this M1 chip goes in there, you get that power to run them and to do the special things. Uh, if anyone can get into gaming, Apple's got the cash. They've got a trillion dollars. Trillion dollar company. They've got hundreds of, hundreds of billions of dollars in cash. Uh, they can easily come out and do some fun stuff if they have to. So, look, I think that'll be cool. Be interesting to see what happens next Wednesday for us. So stay tuned and I'll keep you up to date with that one. Now, Sony just released a new lens for, well, it's a new G Master lens. It's a 50mm f1.2. Uh, super, super contact, compact, smaller than the Canon 50mm 1.2, uh, only by a little bit, a way smaller than the Nikon. It's about 798 grams, so nice and light, compact. Uh, if you're doing weddings or portraits or anything like that where you want that beautiful bokeh background to really make it punch, punchy and have that beautiful, nice little ephoral feel to it. Um, look, it's a great little lens. It's not a G Master, so it's not expensive. It's not cheap. They're saying roughly about two grand US, so it's probably about, about 3,000 Australian roughly. Uh, so yeah, look, definitely not a cheap lens. Small, it's probably about the similar size to my um, 16mm Sigma and weight and size. So some, I'd say it's something around there. Uh, super, super fast. Uh, Jared Poland from Frono's Photos, I watched his review on it. And look, he said all he could say was super fast, 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 ridiculously fast, focused and absolutely silent. He said you could, you could hear the Canon, you can hear the Nikon versions. You cannot hear this G Master. So look, again, perfect for weddings, uh, anything like that where you're out and about and you want to be quiet or, and not sort of make any noise. Um, 
pro photo shoots and stuff like that, this could be a great lens for you, so go check that out. Um, caviar, well, we've heard of caviar before with the phones and ridiculousness, well, the start off was one thing, I was watching uh, Lou later and look, they've done a, a one kilo solid gold iPhone 12. That's iPhone 12. Imagine a whole one kilo bar, you'll see it on the thumbnail, one kilo of solid 24 karat gold bar. Legit 9999, Troy ounces, all that sort of stuff. Um, you don't get the camera lenses on the back. That's the one thing you'll notice from the photo, there's no lenses, so you lose your camera setup, um, but you get a ridiculous phone. There's only seven of these being made. They're charging 170,000 US dollars. Now this is where it's tricky. You wonder how they make money and what it's all about. Well, have a look at it this way. The phone's about, I guess in Australia, it's, or in America, it's about a thousand bucks, or you work in US dollars, it's 170,000 US to buy the phone. Cost you a thousand dollars for a phone to put into the gold bar. They've got to mint it, it's all jewelry spec stuff. So that's gonna cost a little bit, but not a real lot realistically for a seven. You're gonna make molds and stuff, but say like a couple of grand. Um, the actual price for one kilo of gold, 24 karat gold in the US, is only $56,000. So realistically, they're making 120 grand US cash profit out of it. So, but it is ridiculous. And on top of that, if that isn't enough ridiculous for you, if you've still got a heap of money left over burning your pocket, go have a look at their PS5 solid gold plates out. So 24 karat gold, I think it is as well, or maybe 18 karat gold, that one. Uh, $400,000 for a solid gold PlayStation 5. Caviar, uh, they, they do crazy stuff. It's funky, it's crazy, it's for the ultra rich. Uh, and these two items are no exception. You need to check it out. It's definitely worth a bit of, bit of fun to go check it out and have a look and see what excess is at its craziest. And then last but not least, back to a little bit of Tesla action. Elon Musk, never afraid to do some fun stuff. Uh, he's named himself the techno Tesla Techno King. Uh, and the CFO is now called the Master of Coin. So a good way to end the show. Techno King. And with this, with that car, the Roadster, how can you blame him? Radio guys, I'll hopefully see you tomorrow. I might be traveling back. I'll see how I go. Might be a bit tricky, but I'll definitely see you Friday for the premiere of the new video. See you all soon. Where are you going that way? That way. I'll catch you Friday. Peace.